0: Today's Dav is Davachov. Page 22 in the Haligah is getting. We're up to the second line. Two dots. Yeah? Yeah, I'm there. Otzit Here we go. If you have in Otzit again a perforated flower pot, I love that expression. To me, it's very yeshivish. Perforated flower pot to me is mamish like Yiddish. Because I only hear it when I learn Gemara. Yeah. It's like a very yeshivish term, a perforated flower pot. All right. Maybe because I'm also not in the flower industry, but. <laughs> if you have a perforated flower pot that belongs to Echod, to Acher, and the seeds inside the perforated flower pot belong to Shimin. If. Who owns the pot sells the pot to Shimon? So now Shimon owns everything. Once Shimon picks up the pot, pulls it towards himself, he has acquired the pot. Okay, it's regular metalkalin. You do Meshicha you pull it, you're kind. Let's say Shimon, who owns the plant inside the pot, sells out to Ruvein, who owns the perforated flower pot itself, leikon ha'achiyachsik So then Ruvain only acquires the things that are growing inside the pot if he mamish does an action with it. It's not enough to just do mishicha, to pull it towards himself. He has to do a maisa, some sort of activity, with the soil and the fruit itself that shows ownership in it. Okay, he has to do more than just a Meshicha. Okay. What happens if I have an otzitz, a perforated flower pot, and the zroim and the seeds both belong to Reuven? Now, in our previous case, Reuven owned the pot, and Shimon owned the seeds and the, the, the plant in the pot. Over here, Ruven owns both. He owns both the perforated flower pot and the seeds inside the pot. Umachron la'acheron. And Reuven, Reuven sells both the plant inside the pot and the perfect flower pot to Shimon. Once Shimon doesn't act with the soil and the seeds inside the pot, he doesn't need to do mushiha on the pot. He doesn't need to pull towards himself. He doesn't need to do an act of move uh, movable property. Just you deal with it. You deal with the soil, and that itself shows ownership. And you acquire both the pot and the plant. There's what we learned about. If you have things that are um, that uh, do not have a lien, so regular movable property, can be acquired with 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 a property that does have a lien, the And this is done whether it's done with money, with a star, or with a chazaka. Let's say the um, Reuven owned the pot and the soil with the plant. Now this is the most common case, right? Most times you're buying the pot with the soil. So Reuven owns both. And Shimon does an action. He makes a Chazoka B'Otzitz on the pot. So then Af Otzitz Leikonah, it's not enough. Even the Otzitz, even the pot itself, he has not acquired. Ach Sheyachsik until he doesn't act with the Zeram. I mean, once he doesn't act with the Zeram, he will be kainah, he will acquire, take ownership over both. Okay? So, once we've discussed these interesting halachas of Otsetsnakov, again, this is a fascinating Velt uh, Sugya, about perforated flower pots. So we're going to continue with some other halachas that are that are uh, important to learn about about a perforated flower pot. Now, let's talk for a minute. In Eretz Yisrael, there are certain laws, certain halachot, that are unique to the Ahitz, unique to the land of Israel. For example, biblically, you only need to tithe produce grown in Eretz Yisrael. The maister that we take off of money, maister ksafim, that we have, is an age-old minimum. That's been passed down. So that's something that we do. And there's a bracha that's promised from the Torah if you do separate Maiser. But biblically the chi of meiser is on produce and animals that are born in Eretz Yisrael or grown in Eretz Yisrael. Outside Eretz Yisrael there's no biblical obligation to separate your miser. So says the Gemara. Listen to this case. It's incredible. Ready? Nakvai Baaretz. If you have a perforated flower pot that's sitting on the, call it the foul line of Eretz Yisrael. Out of bounds line. Yeah, it's right. It's in bounds. It's in, the pervy of Eretz on the corner. Mamash on the line. It's in bounds. It's in Eretz Yisrael. Ah! Gishmat. Beautiful. The naifai b'chotz ta'aretz. But the naifai, the branches, are sticking out outside Eretz Yisrael. You know what this reminds me of? Us. Us, yeah. Halavai, right? Where, where are we? Where are we really planted? We're planted in Eretz Yisrael, but our leave- we happen to be here. Right? We happen to be outside Eretz Yisrael. But where are we? Where are we? We're Eretz Yisrael, dicker's Halavai, right? That we're Israelis. We're, we we punk live in, in the United States of America. Right? So, over here you have a perfect flower pot. It's established in Eretz but the branches have grown outside Eretz Yisrael. Abai Yomar, Abai says, Basar Abai says, you go where the flower pot itself is situated, and therefore, you're going to have to separate Miser biblically, even on whatever grows on the branches that are hanging outside Eretz Yisrael. However, Rabbi Amar says, no, Basar you follow the branches, and therefore any any produce or fruit that's grown on the branches that are hanging in Chutzla there's no biblical obligation to separate miser, says the Gemara. You should know. Bid the ashrosh, when there's shurashim, when there's roots that are growing out of the perforated flower pot, kuli amale pligi, then there's there's no machikas at all. Everybody will agree that if you have roots, you're gonna follow the roots. Okay? Ki pligi ashrosh. Rather the case is over here you have a perforated flower pot. Sitting on the borders of Eretz Yisrael inside, the, inside the, uh, the foul line, so it's in fair territory for Eretz Yisrael. But the roots, it, it's getting nourishment from the ground, but its roots aren't firmly into the ground. So then, that's where we have the machlaikas. But if the perforated flower pot would have, if there'd be roots already growing from the flower pot into the ground, everybody would agree that it has the alochas of Eretz Yisrael. Says Gemara is this true? But the Ashra Slaybligi, there's no machikas when there's roots. Is that really true, If you have two gardens, one on top of the other, And in between the two gardens, there's vegetables growing out of the ground. So listen here, this is interesting. You have two neighbors. One who owns a garden that's Higher, then there's like Earth flat. Call like a little, a little. Is it called a dip? It would be a cliff if it was something tall, but it's a cut off. And then there's a garden underneath. What happens? Stuff that's growing out of the side. So it's like rooted in the upper soil because it's coming out of the side, but it's growing above the ground of the second guy. Okay. Now it's fascinating scientifically. Is that for anything to grow It's really getting nourishment from both Anytime you have a, a plant on top of uh, A vegetable on top of uh, Even airspace of soil The soil does help it um, and, and nourish it So it says the Gemara It belongs to the El Okay Because the It's It's getting nourishment from the soil of the upper one. However. It's from the lower one. Now. What's going to be. the Where we say that most of it's nourishment. Is coming from. Um, So over here you see. That even when you have roots. We have an opinion which says. The nourishment. Is still not coming from the roots. It. The main nourishment is coming from the air. According to a view to opinion. Now, if we have your opinion, you hold, the main nourishment comes from the air. Let's go back to our case. Ready? You have a perforated flower pot sitting on the border of Eretz Yisrael. The branches are on the outside of Eretz Yisrael. We said, oh, if there's roots, everybody says you follow the roots. That's not true. Over here, we have an opinion that even if there's roots, you will still follow where the branches are because that's where most of the nourishment is coming from. The airspace under the branches. Don't tell me there's no dispute. And the Gemara over there. Because the turning time we gave a reason. And the reason was. I'll tell you why. The upper garden guy. If he wanted to dig out the dirt. He could have done it. Beautiful. What happens if he digs it up? Ain't no carrots. And therefore. It's not about the nourishment. It's about. Who has the most control over this growth ability? I'm reviewed, review it says, but even if the upper one going to take taken out, the, uh, the, the lower one can uh, add earth and therefore kan He's in control. Okay? Bottom line is you have no raya, no proof. As to the machaikas, who's correct the machaikas, rabba and Okay. Akati bidashus leipzigin says the Gemara, one second, you're still telling me that if there's roots, there's no machaikas? If you have a tree, now trees are wide. What if part of the tree is growing from Erzol, part of the tree is growing from Al-Qaeda We're going to say it's te- it's Tevel and Chulin that are mixed together okay we say it's like Me'urav now if it's Me'urav what this does is usually you can tithe by combining various fruits of Eretz Yisrael over here you won't be able to combine this tree with anything else anything that's growing on the Israeli side is guy we master but got the buttor buttor and then growing outside edge just is buttor master so you know my lab mencelsn nifeb or resm mencelsn nifeb holds starts isn't this mamish what we're saying I my where you have trees a uh, branches growing in her in our soil and outside edge just and again the root is still firmly in the ground and you still see over here that we have a majoikas whereas like mixed shrub shrub The, the roots of the tree also in that case Are chati, chati. And Since the roots are chati, chati um Then uh, the, Therefore we have the machlekes as to Whether it's considered Eretz Yisrael Or whether we say the branches That are coming from there Is a Excuse me Is an Israeli branch Or not Says the my time. There's Shimon What's going to be the Svarah for Reb Shimon Why does he say that you follow wherever the branches are? I don't understand. There's roots everywhere. What's telling me to follow one side over the other? So the Gemara, the There's rocks underneath the ground that are that are kind of uh, separating it, and therefore there, we know for a fact that each where the roots are. And where the nourishment from the roots are going. So, wherever the half of the tree with the roots in Eretz role are, uh, are in Eretz role, so anything on that side of the tree is going to be hive and miser. Anything on the other side will not be chive miser because it's getting nourishment from the, from the other roots. says so the Gemara, my time with the Rebbe. So, what is the reason for Rebbe? If we're talking about where there's a rock, Underneath the ground, so Taka makes sense to, to you know, to say that it just depends where the branches are. Why does he say the whole thing is mixed together? Says the Gemara Da Hadrei He says because even if the roots are on different sides, as they get to the tree trunk, the nourishment is Arve. It gets mixed together as well, and therefore you don't necessarily know which branch is receiving nourishment from which root. Okay So says the Gemara Bottom line What's the Mecholikas about? One opinion is That um, Once it leaves the root It all gets mixed together And therefore you need to be concerned You can't combine it with any other miser. Um, but the el says that Each part of the tree Can, um, can Function on its own. Okay, beautiful. Two dots. Rabbi Rabbi Maseira said. Ready? You're not allowed to write a get. On easily forgeable documents. Now one of the. The, the, so the two examples that he gave. Is if you have. Cloth. You have parchment that's unfinished. Or you have it's previously been erased. so There's been smudge marks. So let's get into this. Yudabim B'Seira says, you're not allowed right to get on such things. you should know there's three different words for skinning, for skins, types of leather. Matzah, one's called matzah, one's called cheifah, and one's called diphthara. Okay. What are these three types of parchments? Matzah mai. Matzah is parchment the way it sounds, which means it hasn't been treated at all. There's no treatment. Same way you have matzah that's plain pushthah, water and flour, nothing else. Okay, so what about matzah? like all Shabbos. As far as carrying out on Shabbos, you're going to be chayev, how big? How big? It has to be enough uh, parchment to lots or to cover a mishkal Katana a very small weight, very small weight. Um, says the Gemara the comma. Uh, what do you mean a very small weight? river Deriva It is a sixteenth. Of a weight of Pumpadisa. Alright. So that's the Matzadik. Plain pusher hide Hasn't really been uh, treated at all. Chayfa, What is a cheifa parchment? They had maliach. It started the process of parchment. However, only step one. Not step two and three. They put the salting on. But like Kamiach didn't put the kemach on. But like office didn't put the net on. How much of this type of parchment are you chaya for carrying outside on a Shabbos? Enough that you can make a Kamiya, an amulet. If it's less than that amount, you're not chaya for carrying on Shabbos. If it's that amount or more, you are obligated. Diphtara, what is unfinished cloth? What's diftera? The for comments. He did salt it. He did play. They did place flour. These are all part of the. Uh, Parchment creation system. However, v'loy offets. He did all that, but he didn't smear it with gallnut at the end. Lamai which Allah again, leitzah shabbos v'kama shiray. And how much um, uh, is the measurement of diftera to be chayv on shabbos? The lichtav v'lo av Much more to lenient in order to write the main part of a get. On unfinished cloth and on smudged parchment, it's a kosher get. Shingle didn't want it to be kosher it's just easily forgeable. Kham say, No, it's fine. Kham makshir, man kacham, what the kham say, it's fine, I'm Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar, he, I'll tell you who it is. You ready? Says Rabbi Lazar, it is Rabbi Lazar. Is he talking about himself? No, he's not talking about himself, because there's two Rebbe one's an Amira, one is a Tana, the Omar, the Tana Mesira Karsi it's the Edei Mesira, that uh, create the, Rebbe Lazarus says, it's Kasher, that's talking about when she brings it to the and right away, but let's say she shows up, uh, you know, with uh, a number of days later, like then it's not a kosher geth. We say maybe There was a uh, A A condition in the get geth yafte, And therefore she wants to make A new one and That's why she's holding off So if she does right away So we know there's no there's no um, uh, Shtick Because she plays shtick the, the Edom will just come Rabbi Echana, Rabbi Echana says, "If yom, no, even if a woman waits for up to ten days, even if a woman waits ten days, the im isa, the havei beitana, it's a kosher get. Because if it would be that, oh, if there's a condition, then uh, it's not a get. Then midgar uh, Dekhiri, the Edim, who not only have to witness the handoff, they have to know what's written inside. They will notice. Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi also Lazar's halacha.'" Is as uh, only by getting vashar law, but by other documents he holds you cannot write it on such parchment. You cannot write it on such parchment. He's the chacham again. We're trying to say that the Lazar who's the chachamim is of the opinion that you're allowed to write on smudged parchment or an unfinished cloth. So, um, this is only true by getting but not by other stars, okay. So they should last a very long time um, Which you see from over here That at least in general by financial documents It has to be a treated uh, parchment So that it is long lasting Rabbi Echanan says you could use diphtara by a get and by financial documents. In order that it should be around forever. And therefore, people shouldn't be able to question Yiddish. That's just an etzah but this is not mamish halacha Okay, next Mishnah. Anybody's capable of writing a get. You can have a cotton, a 10-year-old kid who's practicing safros. He can write the get. Even a shaita, he doesn't know what he's writing. Even a, a deaf mute. A woman herself can write her get. And the man would then go ahead and write the, um, write the receipt. Because our mission is holding that the kiyom aget, the way get works, is by relying on the ones who sign it, and we're not dealing with the ones who have to be there at the time of the handing over. Which let's just pause for a minute, and this is where we're going to. Um, there, there's a uh, an important sugya that we're not getting into yet, but we just need to keep in the back of our minds. And this is Edim um, Chasimakarsi or Edim Masira Karsi. Who are the main Edim on get? Are they the ones who are signing? Are they the ones who are handing over? Fascinating Machlaikas. We're not going to get into it. Uh, we're not going to get into it yet. We'll hold it here for today. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up again from the Mishnah on Khaf Beis, on Beis. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.